0: Welcome to At the Root with Greg Kuiper. Hello, Greg.
1: Hi, Stacy. Here we are again. Here
0: we are again. I am Stacey Heller, uh, his chief prompter and producer. Greg is a practicing psychotherapist and holistic life coach. He is also a recovering addict and alcoholic. Through his professional practice and personal experiences, Greg has learned that without connection to self, real connection with others is near impossible. Because emotional connection is at the root of healthy living.
1: You said it.
0: Uh, well, you told me to say it. <laughs> That's why I get the big bucks. <laughs> so our takeaways from last week, I've gotten yes. into this habit of like, let's review sure. and then let's move forward. So we talked about, well, when I say we, I mean you, you're the expert, I'm the prompter, you talked about authoritarian versus authoritative uh-huh. parenting. You talked about how authoritative is uh, better. Mm-hmm. You also talked a lot about family contracts.
1: Yes, yes, I'd like to talk some more about that today, if we could. Oh,
0: absolutely. Well, then yeah. let's let's uh, let's finish with that, or let's start with that before we move on.
1: Yeah, we were talking about. Um, a family agreement, family contract, whatever you want to call it. Um, these are especially useful, handy, helpful when your children reach those preteen, middle school, um, high school years. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they, these kids have gone on all these 10 or 11 years just doing what they're told and mm-hmm. listening to you and uh, hopefully. And, and then as these hormones start changing, we talked about this, the hormones, raging hormones, puberty, and their brain development at that point starts becoming more questioning and opinionated and social justice. And they want to know why more. And uh, so no longer is your opinion verbatim. Mm-hmm. And what do you what do we do with that as parents do we just quash it you know i hear it a lot you know just do as i say you know i know what's best Mm -hmm. Um, i'm just doing what's good for you you know those are the rules don't question me all those kind of things and that's not helping the child move forward and learn how to uh, make decisions and formulate their own opinions. It's time for them to nurture this autonomy that's coming up that they're really questioning. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's, this, is, this is something different for them as the brain develops and changes. <laughs> and, and it is our job as parents, my opinion, to, to nurture this for them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Help them understand how to make decisions rather than just say that's the way it's going to be. Um, Yeah.
0: Well, if you think about science, right? Uh In science, you have a hypothesis and you, um, you try something out, you experiment. Right. So, you know, you have a feeling that purple hair is going to be the way to go. And Mm -hmm. so you want to experiment (laughs) and, you know, see what you think about it. And one of the great things about science is that because of failure, we have had so much innovation and breakthroughs. Right. And so if you use that as a model for this time, that if you allow your kids to have a hypothesis or a point of view or whatever it is. And you allow them to experiment. Even within a lab, there are safety protocols, right? Right. And, um, but allowing them to do that, it may fail spectacularly. However, it did succeed in showing them that that hair color was not best for me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, and you talk about safety protocols, right? That's the parent's job. So, how tight are those safety protocols just mm-hmm. so that there's no disruption and we don't have time for this and all that? Or can we expand those and, so that the, the child can experience some of this? Mm-hmm. I mean, making mistakes is part of life. Right. And if we never let them make mistakes because we tell them that, you know, I, I've been through this. I'm doing the best for you because I know what will happen. Uh-huh. I've been there. Well, that, that's not good enough, especially no. when, you're, when you're learning autonomy, right? They want to know why. They want to experience it for themselves. So our safety protocols have to be there, right? We don't want them hurting themselves. But, but we have to open up a little bit, and we open up with discussions around um, what they're asking for uh-huh. or what they're trying to understand. What do you think? You know, mm-hmm. what have you learned about this? Rather than, here's what it is. Here's what it is. Here's what it is. I know what's best. So engaging in a um, a conversation to learn together about this, to understand it. And, you know, I got off track on that contract, but we'll get back there.
0: Well, I mean, <laughs> we can go back now if you would like to go back with that, you know.
1: Well, this it's it's an important piece that i've seen work in many families right and in fact i've seen families try it and it doesn't work and then they I've, we work with them some more and then they get it going and then what they come back and tell me is that this was so helpful uh-huh. right because the rules are out there i guess it's rules uh, uh, when i'm talking about this contract i'm talking about just a basic outline of how the family is going to interact together. Everybody, not just a teenager, but everybody in the family. Mom, dad, little brothers, sisters, whoever's living there. This is the plan so that we can all live together with respect and um, uh, happiness. Right, well, and your family
0: values and that. This reminds me of bowling with bumpers. (laughs) Yeah. So this idea that, you know, you've got the bumpers up, so you've got the guardrails, if you will. Mm -hmm. However, how you want to approach it, whether you want to wing that ball or hurl it or, you know, whatever it is, you just go for it in whatever way makes sense. But you have those bumpers that are there and, you know, they offer. That's the structure, right? Right.
1: All kids need structure. About this age, you know, they'll say they don't, but they do. They all need structure. We all need structure, but especially teens and preteens, they need structure. And that's what this, this family agreement about is, is providing that structure. And the structure is how things are going to go, right, how things are going to go. But it's also important to have the consequences spelled out clearly mm-hmm. for whatever you want to call it. When people slip up, infractions, whatever, sure, S- you know, and and the consequences need to, you know, equal, equal, yeah, the infraction, you know. Sure. I mean, you don't want to.
0: Well, I think t- you brought up the the very good point that you know, if you forget to unload the dishwasher, you shouldn't lose your phone for eight months. Right.
1: I mean, maybe a week or something. I don't know. Maybe it's the third time you have whatever the family rules are. But it's all on paper, so that. And and actually, it, it's very helpful if everybody in the family signs this.
0: It's mm-hmm. a contract. Well, it's a sign of respect, right? You know, right. It's, it's, you know, you really, you have it all listed out and you can have, you know, amendments and it's, right. you know, like, okay, this has changed. And, you know, I think you mentioned last week when we spoke about this a bit that it creates a need for the family meetings and conversation about this. And right. if somebody in the family is finding it's not... It's, it's no longer working for them for whatever reason, right. then it's not automatically like, well, that's just because you want to stay out longer. Well, by the way, three years have gone by since this right. contract was instated.
1: Right, and it's up for negotiation, you know, and that's helpful for a family to have a once-a-month meeting for 30, 45 minutes, an hour, whatever, you know, uh, to discuss, okay, how's this going, what needs to change, and negotiate, talk about it together rather than, uh, you know, being tyrannical about it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, the number one thing on this list, I think, needs to be respect, right? Because that's that's when things go south. It's when screaming and yelling starts and demanding, and then it's easy for a parent to start screaming and yelling back. And, I mean, it's gone then. There's There's no discussion.
0: I think it's an interesting thing that I have witnessed where it's fascinating that parents think that the respect thing is a one-way street, that it is about how the kids need to respect them as the authority figures, as the, you know, I'm paying the bills, you live in my house, all of those things that we've all heard. Um, And what I have learned is that, you know, I have a few successes I have many failures I am that scientist of which I spoke earlier I have found though that when I treat my kids with respect that they appreciate that that they appreciate right. the fact that they have a point of view they appreciate that I am at least trying to listen right. they they're not so hell bent on trying to um, you know do whatever it is that I say not to do kind of thing.
1: Right. And we have to remember constantly that what we are modeling to them, they are taking it in. And I'm telling you, 20 years from now, that's what they're going to model to their kids too. Mm-hmm. It's This is intergenerational. This modeling, you know, it becomes automatic. I mean, if you see your parents or hear your parents doing the same thing for 18 years, it's in there. Mm-hmm. Right? And so we have to be careful. How are they going to learn respect if it's not in the home, if you don't have respect for your spouse, or if they hear fighting all the time? I'm telling you, if, if, if you are angrily fighting in front of your children, stop it. Well, That's it. Yeah. I mean, it's you are doing damage. And I'm just going to leave it at that without getting carried away here. But uh, don't do that. In front of your kids Mm -hmm. don't do it at all but if you've got to go somewhere else right Uh, what they need to hear and see is conflict resolution respectfully Mm -hmm. right that's hard sometimes right but that's what we need to model to them so that they learn how to resolve conflicts from that modeling and are able to take that into their adulthood this is all about modeling and, and providing the structure, right? And this contract does that. Mm-hmm. Number one thing is respect. Respect goes both ways, just like you said, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of studies out there, a lot of literature about, about, you know, when your kid is standing in front of you, your 12-year-old standing in front of you screaming and yelling because they can't get something. And probably maybe they even drop a few names to you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so where does this go from here? The dad maybe jumps in and says, you can't talk to your mother that way, blah, 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 you know. And then maybe the mother is screaming back. Uh, This happens all the time. So what they talk about is when that starts to happen, that the mother respectfully and quietly says, we're not going to do it this way. Mm -hmm. This isn't respectful, what you're doing, and I'm not going to join in with this, and you walk away. Interesting. Yeah, and they'll follow you and they'll probably slam some doors, stomp around or whatever. But when you're ready to discuss it respectfully, I will be there for you. Mm-hmm. This is uh, very hard when you're being insulted or, you you know, they're not listening for the 14th time or, you know, right. whatever. But, um,
0: well, and I, they don't mean it any more personally than they did when— you know they were 3 and they called you a poopy diaper face <laughs> right <laughs> i mean right you know they're just it's a thing um and you know this idea of uh that respect is really important and and respect for yourself and respect for each other in the dialogue and and respect for you know we we talked a lot, and what we've been sort of circling around is this idea of autonomy, right. and that you know in this family contract, the whole purpose of it is to create some space for autonomy, right, and you know to let your kids have some space to try some things out, to be scientists in their own life, to figure out. Who they are politically, uh, socially, intellectually, interest-wise, um,
1: and they don't have to be you. Oh, they don't right. want to be you. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, right? And and we need to nurture that new person that's coming into existence with opinions and 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 their own thoughts and ideas. I mean, let's use an example. I'm trying to think of an example here, like um, curfews. Okay, mm-hmm. right. Let's say you've got a 14, 15 year old, and your curfew is set at whatever. On weekends, they maybe this is 15, 16 year old, whatever. It depends on the household, but that, let's say this curfew is, you know, 11 or something. Mm-hmm. They need to be in, and they, you know, of course you've got the normal rules of I need to know where you are and all that, but right. But the curfew is at 11, and uh, there's this outrage. Everybody else gets midnight. I have to be at 11. And there's this big fight, and it keeps on going. And we don't want to just say, that's the way it is in this household. Mm-hmm. Your father and I have decided this is the way it is in this household. So you have a, a sit-down, and you talk about it. Okay, so there's a lot of statistics out there, honey, that, that talks about, um, you know, after 11 or so, there's a lot of really bad drivers on the road. Mm-hmm. You know, you start talking about.
0: You're a newer driver. A
1: newer, you're a newer driver. It's dark. I mean, we're, we're just, I, I want you to see it from that standpoint, right? And, and, or what else? What else would you say? Well, you know,
0: yes, uh, I, you know, I think there's that piece. I think that, you know, so often kids can, especially with things, You know, virtually they can still continue to hang out with their friends, you know, from a distance. I think especially at that age, you know, um, you negotiate that, you know, occasionally with enough prior warning, you're allowed to stay out a little bit later. You know, Mm -hmm. let's like let's work on that negotiating piece. Right. You know, what is it that you're doing? You're going to a late movie and it's going to get out past curfew. Well, that makes sense to me. Right. You know if it's hanging out at your neighbor's house who, you know, it's a kid you grew up with in the neighborhood and you just have to cross the street again.
1: Different story. That's
0: a different story. Right. However, I don't want to go out on the road and drive to get you and I certainly don't want you driving that late and there are things to consider with that.
1: There there are. And you know, there's other things like especially screen time, right? Mm-hmm. That's a huge one. Um and so if you just have the discussion about the screen time and things you've read, studies that have been out there about, you know, you, um, turning it off 45 minutes before you go to sleep because it helps with the sleep. And, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, there's, and, and, you know, limiting game time so that, that the child is able to do something else like read a book or, you know, right. you know uh, crafts with the family, whatever it is. Uh, all of these things are important. But if you can explain them from a standpoint, not explain them, if you can negotiate with mm-hmm. the child why, why they're this way and help them understand it, um, it helps. Um,
0: Even I have found, though, with, like, the topic of screen time, so what it looks like now for our youngest versus what it looked like for Annie, sure. our oldest, it's completely different, you know, first of all. The past year plus, we've been in a pandemic time. So, you know, we're all on screens. I always have my phone near me. And for years, I use the excuse because I have four children that are in various parts Mm -hmm. of, you know, the state or the country or whatever it is. And so I always have access. But, you know, is it really just that? You know, um, it's how they do school. It's how they do their homework. They don't write in notebooks anymore. Everything is done virtually. And so it's it starts to slur in terms of, you know, what screen time means. I also have learned that with ADHD, for instance, I know that for me, screen time doesn't um, keep me up. I can actually get tired with screen Mm. time and it can help me calm down versus get hyped up. And so there's just, there's, I'm not saying that, you know, you allow it, you know, rampantly. I'm saying that, you know, do the research and learn about who your kid is and what they're doing. And with parenting, you can't really use blanket statements.
1: No, you can't. I mean, if your child is locked in his bedroom playing video games, um, from the time he gets home until two in the morning, something's wrong. That's a little bit too much screen time. Uh-huh. And it's not just the screen time there. There's probably a lot of other issues. But, but regardless of what your rules are and what you want them to be or what you negotiate with your kids, right, that is the, is the point in doing that negotiation. And it's important to have consequences. We haven't talked about that quite yet. But it's important to have consequences. If you miss the curfew x right you're going to lose your phone for a week or whatever it is i don't know for each family but and it's important that these consequences be followed just like here it is on the paper okay that's what we have to do mm-hmm. right and both parents need to be on the same page sometimes that can be difficult because of you know
0: well in a
1: one parent can be more of a softy right
0: right well or in a <laughs> tr- in a traditional Well, in any household, if uh, if mom goes off to work and dad works from home, then it's hard when you're dealing with the fallout of what that looks like. You now have to listen to your child complaining about this or, you know, whatever it is. And the constant asking and negotiating and, you know, harping at you. And it can just be a lot or, you know, it's the other way where. You know, dad travels a lot for work and mom Mm. is home and, you know, this is what was negotiated. But now here we are. And, you know, mom's like, I need a break. And, you know, so there's all of these there's all of these things that make it, you know, that follow through is so important. And that follow through is difficult. So making sure that the consequences aren't just something that your kid is willing to live with, but something that you're willing to live with.
1: That's very true. That's very true. And we gotta remember that that this agreement is for the household, it's for everybody, it's for mom and dad, it's for everyone. It's not just a bunch of rules to make sure the kids do things. Mm-hmm. Right? It's for everyone and that needs to be in this agreement. So so then the whole family, the eight year old, the eighteen year old, they all become or they believe that they are part of this negotiation and Everybody's a part of the family dynamic, making decisions together, you know, learning Mm -hmm. together, rather than this is just rules for the kids to, you know, keep them in line.
0: Right. And what I appreciate about this idea of the family, you know, contract or whatever it is that, you know, we're talking about, that it can be, as you say, it's not just, you know, uh, rules and regs. It can be you know about um laundry and if you're going to be doing uh laundry then you know do me a favor i'm going to be doing your towels on wednesday if they're not out by such and such a time then there's a chance you're going to have to wait or do it yourself right. and you know that makes it easier for mom or dad who do the laundry on that day and they need that or the kid who you know is i you know I like to have X snack after school, and I would appreciate it if, you know, you would have an assortment of, you know, some snacks or, or whatever sure. it is. And that it isn't just, it's, it's also about uh, the small things. And
1: and, and and we can't forget reward too, right? I mean, this mm-hmm. isn't about consequences for doing something wrong. It should be reward Or, uh, yeah, reward for doing something right. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm not talking about prizes or anything, but I'm just talking about, you know, uh, letting up on um, uh, a consequence or whatever because the the child did well in, in certain things. I mean, it's just, it's a balance of the family being able to operate together as a unit like a team. Mm-hmm. There you go. This is a team moving forward, not a... not a. Uh, it's
0: like an operations A manual.
1: dictatorship. Yeah. So then you can operate in that uh, authoritative standpoint rather than authoritarian, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Like we talked
1: about last week. But yeah, we've got a team here. Mom, dad, and the kids, right? Right. And the dog and the two cats. We've got a team here, right? Right. And moving forward as a team, making decisions that benefit everyone and that allow everyone to grow. And that's what we want to do is we want to model this teamwork to our kids so that they can move forward in adulthood with that rather than knowing their memories being anger, fighting, and I never got to do anything and, you know.
0: Right. Right. No, it totally makes sense. Okay. I'm glad we spent more time on the whole operations manual of families and, yeah, right. and that. <laughs> I think that is a really important piece. Um, and next week, I, I think talking a little bit more about the the piece of autonomy and, yeah, that. and what that looks like and also how it affects um, relationships. I think that would be important. Very so, much
1: so, yeah.
0: If you have a question for Greg, you can contact him through KuiperCounseling.com. That's right. You can find him on Facebook, Kuiper Counseling, Instagram, Instagram, Kuiper Counseling. Right. LinkedIn. Everywhere. And uh, we always welcome questions that are off the topics that we generally hear feedback about. Sure. However, we're willing to go with a curveball.
1: Absolutely. So let us know what you'd like to hear about.
0: Exactly. And in the meantime, what is your constant advice that you have?
1: Well, everyone, just go out there and be aware. Stay aware out there.
0: Thanks so much. We will see you next week.
1: See you next week, everyone. At The
0: Root.